This is Kelly Clarkson. If you love awesome music, then you also have a soft spot for TV's number one singing competition, The Voice. This season, it'll be bigger and better than ever with Adam Blake, Jennifer Hudson, and the reigning champ, moi. I've won The Voice six times. There is life beyond Blake. I want to be a cowboy. I can do all that too. Your turn, Blake. <laughs> Watch Team Kelly on The Voice. Not to brag, but I am the returning champ. Followed by the premiere of Manifest, tonight on NBC. Welcome to the Podglomerate. For everything that you were too afraid to ask at home, too embarrassed to ask at school, or was just too hard to ask your partner, welcome to the Sex Wrap. Hey everybody, this is Andrew, and I'm here today with... Spring! And welcome back to the Sex Wrap, where we talk about your questions about sex. Um, and... Spring and I actually were just together at this really fun conference. Sometimes people call it Quad S, but it's actually a sex conference where a whole bunch of people who like to talk about sex and do research about human sexuality get together. It's the Society for the Scientific Study of Sexuality, or S's. Um, But we actually got to hang out in real life, but we didn't record. Yeah. I mean, we were super busy there running around, uh, seeing all of our friends and seeing um, our old advisor, the woman who helped mentor both of us through our PhDs and also uh, connecting with people and talking about lots of exciting things that people are doing. And so, yeah, we really wanted to record and record some people there, but that will have to wait for maybe next time. Um, I think I think we should have recorded when we went to brunch together on the very last day. Um, why should we have recorded that? Well, we both went together to this really neat place called Lips. 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 Um, um, and it was decorated with a million disco balls. And there were legs with fancy shoes sticking out of walls. And... We got to listen to a gospel drag brunch where drag queens dressed up as sisters and they brought down the house with their songs. It was really very fun and quite funny. I really wish I had gotten a photo of the fake um, Whoopi Goldberg from Sister Act because that was the best drag queen. So good. I, ha- I have a whole bunch. I will send one to you and maybe we, we can post, post one. one. Yeah. We'll post one. Super it good. Was- it was a lot of fun. So not only we get to go to a sex conference, but we got to go to a really fun drag show. We should talk about drag some another time. We'll talk about it. Um, yeah. Yeah. And so what is our question today? So our question for today is, why do people like to cuddle? Hmm. That's a really good question. I think it's really interesting because I think a lot of people uh, really love cuddling and a lot of people really don't like it, too. Yeah, right, exactly. So it's one of those things where someone asks a question, why do some people like to cuddle? It kind of intimates or uh, insinuates that the person asking the question doesn't like it, right? Yeah. So some people do, and some people really like it, and some people don't. I'm right in the middle where it has to be the right person at the right time, at the right place, at the right temperature, with the right show, on the right TV, with the right kind of blanket, in the right kind of bed, or the right kind of... I have a lot of what ifs whenever it comes to I was going to say that I was just the same until you said that many right things. And then I was like, oh, okay, you're a little more picky about this than me. <laughs> it's also one of, like, I like to cuddle 
before falling asleep, but I can never cuddle and stay asleep either. So for me, it's a fun activity, but it's an awake, alert, active activity. I like to talk during it. Um, yeah, but I, right. So some people really like to cuddle and some people like to cuddle all the time. Um, I've dated people where cuddling was the number one thing that they wanted to do. And I was okay with that. But I think it's also important for us to talk about in terms of cuddling. If you love it and someone else doesn't, what should you do, Spring? What 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 should we always be doing when we're talking about touching other people? Uh, we should always talk to that person. We should communicate with them. We should get consent to do whatever we want to do with them. Um, but I think that what's really interesting is that it also is kind of about the chemistry that you have with somebody. Because I think that I've dated people that I've really been in love with that I do not like cuddling with. And I've also dated people that I don't even like as much and really like cuddling with. And there's something about the way our bodies fit together in some way or something about a cuddling chemistry I actually think is different than a romantic chemistry or than a sexual chemistry. Well, right. And even on top of that, cuddling is something that people typically think that you're going to be doing with a romantic partner. Um, but there sometimes are just friends where you have that kind of close connection and intimacy with where you can cuddle up on the couch or cuddle up and watch a movie or cuddle up in a very non-sexual way, right? So I think cuddling is one of those things that for some people is very sexual. And then for some people, it's just a nice way to express, you know, bonding or to bond and have commitment, share intimacy um, with friends as well really a broad topic if you think about it. Yeah, and I mean, I think that, so of course, no matter whether it's a friend or a romantic partner, we want to make sure the other person's into it. We want to get consent uh, before we try to do any cuddling, whether it's uh, fully clothed or fully unclothed. Um, And I think that Cuddling is a really nice way to spend time with someone. And so we've talked before about, you know, what are things that we can do with people and things when we're getting to know them. And so cuddling is intimate, but also not as intimate as some other sexual behaviors. And so it's one of those things that's a really nice kind of, um, I'm not going to say gateway because I don't think it's necessarily leading to sexual activities, but a nice way to really spend time with someone and be really close with them and start to really deepen that intimacy as well. Right. And we also like there are a lot of other benefits potentially from cuddling as well. When I think about it, one of the first ones is that it's really a very low risk behavior, right? Like there's there you're not your chances of catching an STD uh, are are really almost non-existent if we're talking about cuddling. So in some ways, it's really safe. Yeah, and I love safe behaviors um, because a lot of people get really nervous about getting sexually transmitted diseases or infections. And um, and yeah, and, and we're always so worried about preventing these things and worried about using condoms and finding the right birth control and making sure we're uh, really protecting ourselves. But there's also things that we can do that are totally separate that aren't risky at all, like cuddling. And it's uh, so great. And I just want to say that there, we do have a tiny bit of risk if genitals touch each other. Um, 
without any covering. So we have some sexually transmitted diseases that can be um, transmitted that way, right? Transmitted. Um, But overall, very, very safe behavior. And it's always great to think outside of the box when we're thinking about uh, activities that we can do with a romantic partner, things that are going to be safer and allow us to still have intimacy. And, um, right, intimacy. Um, and I think there are other benefits that we can talk about too. We've kind of mentioned them briefly in other episodes, uh, but it can, whenever you're close to somebody that way, it can uh, reduce stress, make you have a better day, uh, bring your mood up a little bit. steal someone's body heat Uh, that's a big one right that's my favorite um you know there is one main piece of advice I got from my mother growing up um several times she would tell my sister and I this that if we ever got caught somewhere in a snowstorm or in a tent and it's freezing or we're locked in like a glacier tunnel something we don't have to have sex with someone to stay warm. We just have to cuddle with them and get their body heat. (laughs) And my mom made very sure that we knew that so that no one could ever try to trick us into having sex with them. (laughs) Wow. My mom did not give us those kinds of I think that is like the main lesson I remember from young... (laughs) young childhood is I don't have to have sex to get warm. I can cuddle. <laughs> wow. So for me, it was, I used to live in Pennsylvania where it was freezing half of the year. And if there's someone close by, you can steal some of their heat and warm up. My mom <laughs> did not tell me that. And then now I live in Florida where the people put the air conditioning on colder than winter. And there are many times where I like to snuggle up under a blanket <laughs> to steal someone's work as well. Um, yeah. So body heat, that's another benefit. Um, other benefits? What have we not said yet? Uh, let's see. We said it builds intimacy, no risk of, or low, very low risk of, uh, STIs. Um, if you're sick or not feeling so well, you can do it with somebody. I don't, I don't know. It's just, it's good if you're into it whenever you want to do it too. Um, You can like side cuddle. You can sit cuddle. There's lots of ways that you can cuddle too. There's a million different positions. You can find um, one that works for you. And it's a very calming activity too that can help reduce stress. And I mean, it's something that I would say is close to meditation in a lot of ways where you are really able to kind of more self-regulate, calm down, feel better. And it's kind of a rejuvenating activity as well where you often will feel like you had a nap or something. So, Spring, what would you do if you were cuddling with someone and you were enjoying the cuddles and it started or they started to progress your cuddle session well, into something that's really more. interesting because um, when we were thinking about talking about cuddling, I looked it up on Urban Dictionary. And the definition on Urban Dictionary is uh, made me pretty angry. It says, cuddling is touching and caressing without any contact with sexual organs. Women prefer cuddling to sex. First of all, that's a 
fact within this <laughs> Urban Dictionary definition. And then it says, smart men love cuddling because it's the single best route to sexual intercourse and the elusive female orgasm, um, which is pretty much the most terrible definition of cuddling I've ever heard. Um, and so I think, though, that what you said is true, that a lot of people use it to get to sex. So they will kind of start with that with the intention that this will lead to sex. And I don't think that's everyone's intention. And I think that it um, is very important to be very clear about what you are looking for from an interaction. And so um, I think that someone would actually enjoy a cuddling session a lot more if you're able to talk about that at the beginning and say, you know, I'm not looking to have sex right now. I really just want to cuddle with you and being very honest about that. And I mean, if you are trying to have sex, also being honest about that so that your partner doesn't feel um, tricked or used in some way. Yeah, I, right. So once again, it's really important for people to be explicit about their needs um, and why they're engaging in any kind of behavior where there's going to yeah, be touching. Yeah, and I touching. think that, you know, it might naturally move towards sexual activity if um, both people are interested in that, and that's okay too, but also communicating along the way and checking in with your partner. So getting back to the original question, why do people like to cuddle? And I think that the real answer is there's all kinds of different reasons. Um, and I think because, well, personally, I think because cuddling is awesome in, under the right conditions. I'm not gonna go <laughs> under the wrong, all 20 but, conditions yeah. that you have. <laughs> um, yeah, I think it, it is great. And um, we can... I think that we should actually promote cuddling more. And, you know, I, we talked about this a bit earlier, just you and I, um, that there was an app for a while to find people just to cuddle with. It's now not in existence anymore. Um, but there was an app where you could look for people around you that just wanted to cuddle. And it was interesting because I tried it out for a while, but I never found anybody that was around me that seemed to be online at the same time and looking to cuddle at the same time. And and I was in New York City in a very, you know, uh, dense, <laughs> yeah. Um, and I would, yeah. I would log in and then see somebody uh, that had messaged me like earlier, but I hadn't been logged in or something. And the app was such that you were supposed to both be in at the same time and then meet to cuddle like uh, kind of spontaneously. And that idea though sounded really exciting to me that, you know, you could just, uh, if you felt like you needed some touch to reach out and ask for that, you know, and look for that for someone that was nearby you. And I also teach yoga and in yoga, as yoga teachers, we, um, we do a lot of touch and we talk about the importance of touch and of being touched by, uh, people in your life, all consensually, of course. Um, and I think that sometimes we can go, you know, actually a day or two or even longer without actually having touch with someone. Like it's actually kind of easy in this world to get up, go about your day and do things and not actually pause to have that connection with somebody. And so it's really lovely to consciously think about how can you put more of that in your life. 
I think that's a really nice way for us to look at cuddling. So it's fun, it's safe, it's consensual, it builds intimacy, it helps build build relationships. Um, I've been to, there have been parts of my life where I've been active in cuddle piles, where it's a whole group of friends that all cuddle up together at the same time, kind of affirming group friendships as well. I mean, I think uh, human touch, it is important, just like Spring was saying, it's important for us to have that kind of connection um, with other people. And I think cuddling is one of those ways where we can fulfill that need without some of the other risks uh, that go along with other kinds yeah. of uh, sexual Let's interactions cuddle. with people. <laughs> Yay. Next time I see you, quad S. We'll have a conference session where we get people together and cuddle. Though those sessions were kind of like the groups yeah, we, we got together with were all kind of cuddly great. anyway. Um, yeah. Um, so uh, we are recording this uh, right before Thanksgiving. Um, and today for our period coming to the end of our uh, podcast, I wanted to ask Spring, oh, um, what, what are you I thankful, thankful for? for? Um I am so thankful for so many things, and I I always have trouble kind of choosing because I, I love gratitude and I love to be grateful. Um, so I'm just going to pick something today. Today I am thankful for vegan cupcakes um, that are being delivered to someone I'm very close to, and it's his birthday and he's vegan, and... I'm super excited that there's a company in New York City that will make vegan cupcakes and take them to him on his birthday. (laughs) That is a very specific thing. So, I mean, I was thinking about it today, what I'm thankful for, and mine's a lot more general, but um, I feel really privileged that I have the opportunity in my life to make sure that tomorrow is always a little bit better. Um, Better for myself, better for the people around me. So I just feel really thankful that I have those kinds of opportunities, that I have the time and the space dedicated to to try to make my world and then the world at large a little bit better every day. Uh, So that's what I'm thankful for. And then uh, I get to travel and I get to see people. I I like to come up with big lists. And in my head right now, I'm coming up with like a thousand things that I'm thankful for. But one of the most important things we can do is just to let people, let the world around us know that we are thankful for them. And it's amazing how we feel when we actually start pointing out Sometimes things might be a little bit gloomy, but uh, if we say we're thankful for something every single day, we actually start focusing on the good things. So I'm thankful for you, Spring, and I'm thankful for this podcast. I'm thankful for all the time that we get to spend together. Um, And I'm thankful for you, our listeners. Thank you for listening and tuning into us, sending us your questions. I love having this conversation with you, and uh, I hope to hear from you more. And we would love to hear what you're grateful for now and any time during the year. And you can hashtag the sex trap. Um, you can at the sex trap wherever you're posting that. And also, you know, do a hashtag gratitude list or gratitude um, and tell us what you're grateful for because it, it does really promote um, or a sense of well being to acknowledge those things. Yeah. I'm gonna, I think I'm going to gratitude listicle as soon as we're done today. I like listicles. Yeah. Yeah. Um, awesome. So uh, let's see. So, right, you can hashtag us. You can call us. Oh, our phone number is 413-I-RAP-IT. Our email is thesexrap at gmail.com. And like Spring said, we're on Instagram, Facebook, um, and Twitter at thesexrap. Talk to you soon. Bye. For everything that you were too afraid to ask at home, 
too embarrassed to ask at school. Or just too af- Music for this episode provided by the ever-elusive and mysterious Breakmaster Cylinder. The Podglomerate. A Sonic Universe.